Thanks for tuning in to the Reminders Podcast. After a little bit of a hiatus, we're back with another guest episode. So today I'm welcoming on my bandmate and dear friend, Marielle. So what you just saw was a clip from a show we played last week called Connect the Dots. We played as The Flowers, Marielle and The Flowers. And uh, yeah, this was an event, uh, essentially an advocacy for addiction recovery. So really beautiful time, lots of beautiful people and just overwhelming support and yeah, it was it was a really, really great time. So you can see some of the vibes from that clip. Um, so Mary Ellen and I and a few other of our musician friends have been in conversation about building up a music collective and production team and a radio show and a bunch of fun ideas that were sort of starting to birth. And... Um, so we had this sort of marathon of a conversation and decided to top it off with a little cherry on top with more words and made this podcast. So the theme is sort of just circling back to the idea of clarifying the why, finding the why, and the usefulness of doing that, how that's a um, just such a more solid foundation for motivation and discipline. So I'm sure this will be first of many podcasts that Marielle and I make together. Um, you know, she's a person that has much to say and a head full of beautiful ideas about how to better the world and through her multifaceted talents. Um, she's an artist, a painter, you know, a musician, obviously, environmentalist, herbalist, just to name a few of her focuses. And um, yeah, I'm sure that we'll have many more conversations to share on the podcast. Definitely give her a follow if you're on Instagram or Facebook or any of that stuff. You can find her at Marielle and the Flowers. See some of her artwork and stay tuned to the music that's going to be coming out here soon. Uh, so yeah, let's just kick into it. We start with a brief grounding meditation. So let's take some deep breaths and uh, ground on in, shall we? I'm right where I belong. Let's ground our hyper asses, sending codes to the masses. activity, let it be a bridge between our conscious mind, our attention, and the subconscious mind that's keeping us alive, keeping us dreaming, keeping us breathing, keeping us living. Find some pause in between the inhale before it turns into an exhale. Extra 
oomph and getting all that stagnant air out of our bodies. self with the intention of deeply listening and continuing our day with smooth effective communication to express to be heard to find some fun and fulfillment and the time for your mind 
to truly let go and be present here with us now. Sweet. <laughs> uh, nailed it. Feeling grounded. Grounding in, feeling groovy. groovy. Ready to bloom pretty soon. <laughs> Do you want to see what the cards have to say for our conversation? I do. We've been having so much conversation. We have. Like a little, little check-in from the universe. Might be a nice checkpoint. See what's been brewing. Yes. Yeah, this is my first time ever doing a podcast. But I love to talk about all things, especially things that get your mind buzzing and the sparks of conversation that make you really feel something, make you feel. So that's my intention with these cards. The Mystical Wisdom card deck. Shout out. Shout out. Shout out Kara for getting this from wherever she got it. Thank you, Kara. It's served us well so far. We got some uh, new beginning and what was the one I drew last night? Um, legend. Legends, right? Legends. We got new beginning and legends. This morning we got intuition and choices. And now we're gonna find out. Did you draw one this morning? Mm-mm. No. Mm -mm. Opportunity knocks. Hmm. So what do you think? What do you what do you get from that image? Well, there are two women. I feel like I should yeah, sure. There are two women <clears throat> looking at an orb. And in the orb there is looks like a little girl playing a flute. And there's an orb within an orb within an orb. And a unicorn. And a boat ship. A boat ship? A boat ship. What's the boat ship doing? Is it coming or going? Hmm. That's up for interpretation. Is it now? As is life. Oh, flute girl. This cute. Yeah, this is dope. I see this is like the the higher the oversouls, if you will, mm. the ladies kind of looking down at the uh, multi-dimensional reality of the three D matrix in the dream of reality. The three D matrix, I will. The booklet says new opportunities. Oh, we lost our <laughs> our Sunyata oversoul. Oversoul, not pleased. Be funnier. Speak more interesting things, <laughs> the Oversoul says. <laughs> new opportunities are coming your way. Brilliant ideas, educational possibilities, new friends, expanding your potential, and opening yourself to greater possibilities. You are a good team player and have gained respect from your work colleagues and peers. 
You have a good reason to feel proud of your achievements and attitudes towards yourself and others. Embrace this new endeavor with this raw creative energy. Go for it. It is time to dazzle yourself and stretch your wings and fly. <laughs> Mantra, I am open to new possibilities to expand my potential. Wow. That feels pretty potent, pretty That's, on point. Yeah, and it says go for it on there, which... <laughs> I'm going to try one more time, and that'll be the last time. But I like that we've had it as a sign every... I yeah. feel like it's a good sign. You know, I think so. opportunity it's a, it's is knocking. A, yeah, it's an aho. It's a fucking... Yay team. I just want Alex Gray to be represented in the podcast, that's all. I just want everyone to see the sunyata. This is, this is a meditation. This is a yantra. Are you familiar with that word? Yantra? Mm -hmm. It's like a visual mantra. It's like something that you can look at and like, it's a ping into your conscious awareness or like a, or it's a mantra, you know, they say like, your thoughts are all of these different, you know, coalescing ripples in the pond of your mind and a mantra is like throwing one consistently to sort of like wash out the rest, mm. you know, that's the way so mantra's just, been. So just the like act of looking at of the visual. Yeah, yeah. like brings me into the meditative space. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I see that. Mm -hmm. You were about to say that. something? Um, I don't know what I was about to say. But I think talking about this card is a perfect way to start off our conversation. Because opportunity, I feel like, has been knocking at us to go for it in a lot of ways. And a lot of creative ideas. And um, I really loved the conversations that have been going on for years now about all the creative ideas that we can that we can do and that we can blossom into the world and one of the things that I um can just share which I've already shared with you that I one of the hardest things that as a creative that is hard for me to do is actually sit down and make music or make art and that's why community and <clears throat> the f figuring out how to support each other in what I've been saying is doing the damn thing mm -hmm. and um, so I had this experience where I sat down and decided that I was gonna just write a song and I sat down on my bed and I played guitar and the what flowed for me was really powerful. It made me tear up, just the words that I was singing. And then I look outside and it's starting to snow. And then I go and our roommates, Lucas and Andy, we all go outside and it's like this beautiful little sleety snow, but the sun's still shining. And there was a red-tailed hawk mm. that like went from the the trees and it was just an affirmative thing where I felt like the universe was saying yes just sit down and, and do the damn thing and mm -hmm. the tendency to procrastinate and be a perfectionist which are the two biggest things that I deal with as a human that are mm -hmm. the hardest things for me to deal with right now and I'm I consistently mention my Saturn return where I do feel like I'm in this phase in life where I'm 28 and I feel like 
you know, they say that the <clears throat> year 27 to 29, you kind of are going through your Saturn return where um, just the things that you really need to look at in life are going to come up kind of in bigger ways. And so I do feel like the Saturn moving forward. Like a, a big aspect of like discipline and almost like the daddy planet, you know? Yeah. It's like, so like you're saying, like, do the things that you've been putting off. Look at the shadows that you've been keeping in the closet. Yeah. Otherwise, they might come out and haunt you or spank you or, you know. Yeah. Which might be the, that, that can be a catalyst, you know, like, there's no right way of moving on your path. Like, you know, that's the thing. But if you can, you know, use those opportunities and, like, as a checkpoint, you know, not mm -hmm. that, like, it's a prophecy on your life that you're going to experience something when you're in that age bracket and, like, Brace, brace yourself, you know, like mine wasn't all that even really noticeable. I mean, it's kind of just like global pandemic. <laughs> Didn't feel all that personal, well, but you know what I mean? I mean but I mean, definitely huge, was yeah. like shifting energy. Yeah. And in that sense was a catalyst for me to like definitely, you know, look at different things or whatever. But yeah, just a checkpoint. Yeah. Discipline is such a really potent topic for me right now like I feel like discipline is um I mean you're talking about astrology so like my north node is Capricorn do you know about your nodes yeah I think mine's in Libra is it Jiminy Corcus <laughs> you're just like 90% Libra <laughs> <laughs> yep cool well yeah. I can't make decisions all day and nothing yeah but hey well that's why you're drawing in the community and accountability right you know? because we all have yeah the different elements and so I'm trying to mm -hmm. figure out how does my so having so much air and so many ideas and how you know because there's a tendency especially in astrology to like look at you know some of your aspects as like a bad thing and or like you're doomed to it or there's yeah. no way there's no way to like work with it or right. shift it you know, which ultimately we do have that power if we choose to tune into that Yeah. as well. Yeah. Yeah. It can just be helpful to know what our natural tendencies, if we don't put in the intentional conscious, like shifting work of rewriting our script and directing the play of our life in a different way, that's going to be the autopilot. Yeah. And I mean, it checks out like a lot of times. So it yeah. is something to be at least somewhat versed in the language of astrology i find but not I, to a point where it's like um mapping out my life or like tuning in for every we were just talking about this morning you know yeah. every portal day or you know <laughs> all the eclipses and the retrogrades and all the things and you know it gets super hyped up on tiktok and whatever else on the internet because people want their clicks and their views so they make everything seem like a this is I it. Know. This is your one opportunity uh. to ascend into the next dimension. <laughs> and I was like, bro, we're in all the dimensions. Chill. <laughs> yeah, that's so funny how on TikTok sometimes, like, if I've started to like something, you start to see all the videos of people posting about, like, that particular alignment. And in some ways, you know, I definitely think there's, like, potency to certain astrological sure. alignments. But like we were talking about, it can t sometimes lean into more of a ego space where it's like you have to always be knowing what's going on astrologically and you base your whole life about about that um, when 
it can just be a tool, which is, it's like kind of, sometimes I feel like I'll use my astrology as like an excuse where I'll be like, Oh, well, it's just because I'm a Libra. I've noticed it's this cause, about Because I'm a triple air sign. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or, or it's just my sudden return that yeah. everything's falling apart around me. But, uh, but at the same time, to know that about myself, when I found out that I was a triple air sign, I was like, that makes sense. When did you find that out? Were you pretty young? No, like I high feel school like, or something? Or? No, I feel like... Really? It, well, I feel like I got into like... It had to have just been like a few years ago that I really, really like embraced, you know, I'd always known I was a Libra, but yeah, the, gotcha, moon, gotcha. the moon sign and the rising sign and some of the True. other aspects of the chart. So. True. Yeah. Well, the, the, what I was inserting about the nodes is I guess your no North node for anyone that isn't aware, um, is like kind of what you're trying to master throughout this mm. life. And uh, Capricorn is like, you know, the um, archetype of discipline and all that. So I do feel like discipline is a huge recurring theme in my life. And I tend to just want to be easy on myself and like go with the flow and keep it, keep it easy, you know, whatever. But then you kind of get to a point where it's like, well, if you're only playing in easy mode, then you're only going to get easy mode treasures and loot mm -hmm. and your quests. You know what I mean? Like challenge yourself a little bit, like discipline, harness the skills, and it might be a little bit more fun and fulfilling to, you know, do the things. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So that's what I'm trying to integrate and learn. Yeah. 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 I, I do feel like society and, and humans in general probably need a little bit more self-discipline within, within ourselves. And it's hard and I also keep bringing up the excuse of like neurodivergence where I am not diagnosed ADHD, but I definitely fit into a lot of the, the categories with it. And it's like, I think a lot of people struggle with <clears throat> how to, what to do with our creative energy and what to do with our time. And part of that also, I feel like is like society structuring and, um, when we talk about discipline, I think of like working at the organic farm that I've worked at, like that takes discipline and care to, uh, show up every day and be doing the work for work for the earth and for keeping plants alive. And I think that it's something to be said about humans needing, uh, more of a creative and and aligned purpose to mm. have the discipline to continue showing up to that thing and and even the motivation to stay disciplined yeah you know like when we have a really clear why as to why are we doing what we feel like we should be doing you know because that's like the shadow of discipline is just shooting ourselves like oh I should not be in bed when like clearly some aspect of my energy wants to be resting, you know, but we're like shooting ourselves like, Oh, I should be more disciplined yeah. and working harder and making more money and all the things that we, that I feel like there is a toxic dis discipline, disciplinary aspect of American culture and yeah. of capitalism culture for sure. You know? Yeah. But, um, yeah. 
Yeah, it's like shaming ourselves doesn't get us to that place. But being real with it, and that's why it's like <clears throat> there's a tendency even within, you know, spiritual outlooks to only follow the thing that feels good or only, mm. which there's truth to that, but also like, you know, there's mornings where I'd have to get up at 7 a.m. to go to the farm in like 30 degree weather. And did I want to do that? Did I want to wake up in the morning? No. Yeah. But somehow getting out of bed and actually being out and being outside and then, you know, it, it so that, that part, part and, you know, the things that we talk about with wanting, whether whatever your passion projects are, so you want to create music or you want to create art, how do we, like, get out of bed and, yeah. and make it a priority to do these things? And for me... Um, Long-term versus short-term really is what it is. It's like, the what's the time-lapse that we're, like, gauging that by? Is it the time-lapse of, like, what feels good right this moment? In that case, like, no, that's where the discipline comes in, to have the wisdom that, like, this is actually going to be vaguely painful for a split second... And then in the long term, time lapse it out a little bit longer. It actually does feel, feel good to like exercise and take mm. cold showers and get up in the morning and do something that actually will be fulfilling to your mission. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah. But go on. I don't, don't I don't mean to derail, but. No, I mean, I don't, I, I love, I just love a conversation around discipline and how do we, um, yeah, you know, it goes into cultivating better habits. And I think part of that also is with community and accountability, and accountability with other, with yeah, other people. For sure. Um, it's where it gets fun too. Yeah. You know? Like it's, you know, I was mentioning working out, like exercise and stuff like that. Like that's a lot more fun to do with other people. Yeah. You know, sweating together, just like, you know. There's the accountability, you're just pushing each other a little bit, you know, you're, my tendency is to slack off a little bit less if there's eyes. Yeah. You know? Totally. And same, you know, now living in a house with roommates, like, I'm less tempted to stay in bed and watch TikTok when I have people around, yeah. but I, and, um, so. Cause like, what are your, you know, your options are different. It's like, I could you know, be tuning out or I could be tuning into the other people and like people are interesting. Like, what could we be talking about? What would we, could we be creating together? You know, mm -hmm. that type of thing. And yeah, it just makes things more fun. You know, of course there's a shadow to community too. And a lot of people do use community and think of it as just like positive intentional communities. And like, you know, community is a broad word. Like there are toxic communities as well, you know, uh, whatever. Yeah. But yeah, just being like really mindful about again, the why. Like, why am I doing the things I'm doing? Right. You know, if I'm connecting with people, why am I connecting with people? Is it because we have, like, things to create and learn together? Or is it that I'm escaping myself and I'm actually like, avoiding my shadow by just distracting myself with, you know what I mean? Right. The company of just distracting from loneliness and stuff like that. Totally. Yeah, and I think it's getting clear on what we want to do. Because we've talked about, you know humans getting together and making the most of that creative energy and it is nice when you get together with your friends and you just are like let's just hang out let's just be sure and that's medicine in and of itself and we need Absolutely. more of that people just need to get together um 
you know, as raw humans and just yeah. like be chill with not having to create anything or do anything special with their time or energy. That's a good point too, for sure. Um, but I also think that when humans get together, there is a potential for creative momentum and 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 what humans also we've got to look at is like the stuff that we really need to get done which i do have this feeling that like um you know we have it pretty easy right now like not not kind of sort of we're yeah. not providing for ourselves in a sense of We've talked about what the dynamic will look like if we, as a society, started providing more for our own needs rather than having corporations provide everything. Mm -hmm. That we have and to sacrifice our time and invest our lives into earning the spoils of corporate labor and, you know. Right. And creating this whole middleman between our survival. Yeah. Which creates so many issues, you know, of connection. It's an issue of connection. We don't feel connected. Yeah. To the things that are sustaining our survival. Like, you know, classic example I like to use is like when people eat meat, you know, ask a little kid, like, where do hot dogs come from? They're like, the grocery store. They're like, yeah, but how do they get there? <laughs> like, what is that? Like, we have a total disconnection from the fact that that was a sentient being that had to be, you know, sacrificed, mm -hmm. which is, I don't think that's innately immoral or anything like that but the ways that it is done is definitely well yeah with negative with, it's impact on the planet and the impact on species of animals and the impact on humans who are consuming you know the cortisol of this meat that's just been in suffering and not in sunlight and not in like its natural flow like that can't be positive sustenance you mm -hmm. know just that's just one example right you know? the whole yeah the, in the whole food system as a whole which is something i've been saying recently is that i don't think that food should be a commodity at all i don't think that i think a commodity in a sense that, that we it's sold that it's sold i think it should be something that the entire community comes together to provide for ourselves and if we did that talking yeah. about discipline like i don't think we realize how I, and I don't even know what that would look like, my idealistic and heavenly hope for what that looks like is that it would be easier than what we're currently doing because everything we're doing right now is ass backwards from w the natural systems of the earth and uh, is not in an abundance mindset that's aligned with... <laughs> Bless. Thank you. Um... <laughs> that's not aligned with the earth. Right. So the scarcity of the I would like to think it's still going to take, it's good, but I do think it's going to take a lot of work. But the thing is, is for discipline, I think if you have a big enough reason as to why you're doing something, and that's why it's like, if you are provide like when it comes down to survival, which we are moving into a space where it is kind of becoming that, in, in a good way where it's like we need to take our power back to sustain ourselves. And the act of doing that is going to be, can, can have the potential of being something really incredible because growing your own food and being connected to the sources of where your food comes from is like such a huge way of 
of having community and ha and feeling amazing in your body, getting the workouts that you need just by being so. Yeah, I, I'm I'm for the movement of all of us growing our own food. All of us, because we've had the conversation a lot before of like, you know, and there's so many people right now that want to go off with all their friends and live in a community, mm -hmm. which I do want to do with all of our friends and have that experience of what it's like to really be in community and provide. But the greater community of all of us can come together. Um, every, we, the, ourselves are only as healthy as the whole of every, of everyone in this, this time that we're in is, is very serious and, but can have seriously beautiful blooming solutions. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So just to clarify, like what that, that why is, is like, it's. What, what is it to you? It's, it's that the earth is, we're, we're abusing the planet, we're abusing ourselves, we're abusing all of our food sources, even the, the produce that we consume and commodify, you know, or like not in their highest health either, you know, like you said, the health of an individual is also the health of the collective, you know, only as healthy as the collective. And part of that community is the community of plants, the gardens mm. of plants and animals that we're collaborating with and, you know, sacrificing lives to sustain lives, you know, whether that be plants or animals. Mm. Like, that, it is a sacrifice of something that's living, mm -hmm. you know, and, and choosing to collaborate with it in that sense. And I think part of that collaboration is, like, when we are um, planting and foraging and harvesting and a part of the, the seed planting process, uh, literally just by like touching seeds, we're sort of implanting our chemistry with them. And so is, isn't that true? Like that on a physio physiological basis, like the food is going to be more nourishing for us because it interacted with our biology. Mm -hmm. I've heard like if you like put a seed in your mouth and then plant it, it knows your DNA. Yeah. Yeah. Which sounds super woo, but I don't know. I heard this thing about how like someone who, I don't know if they had epilepsy or something, but someone who was uh, using medical cannabis, um, they did a, a test where like they used plants that were just grown in the, the usual setting, whatever, you know, and then they had another plant that was like watered with water that like bath water of the person using the medicine and that plant was like just busting with like extra spirals and just like that much more like radiant of a plant the other one was like great too you know normal stuff high quality but that one was just like and then the way that they consumed it it like went so much further mm -hmm. you know and keeping their condition at bay i don't remember the exact situation but wild it is wild it's super wild yeah. like that makes no sense to the way that we relate to science and botany yeah. through the american educational system like yeah. that that's not a component of what we learn about how nature interacts with itself right. and collaborates with itself you know mm -hmm. i think that's super cool yeah so it's it's magic i think that i 
feel so much that we've just only scratched the surface of the potential and the magic of what earth um, can can provide when we are fully reciprocating and being in connection um, with the earth and all the gardens that I've grown even this past year at One Earth Collaborative like you know it was a garden that we just came together to tend together and it wasn't for producing for money you know just whoever's there we're, we're sharing meals together we're cooking meals together and I had such a like huge realization of like I was making like compost tea and and so happy like people are in the garden and you know we're singing songs around a fire and I I the intention always is that those plants feel that and hear that and are growing to that frequency mm. that of of medicine it makes me want to grow like the most nutrient rich medicinal loved plants because and then to put that into your body. And that's why I do feel like growing our own food, everyone, at least growing something. Because when you've grown it and you have a bite of it, and because I'm also not a huge salad person. Like, I don't feel like, talk about accountability and discipline, like actually sitting down and eating a salad, I do not do often. But if I'm in a garden and I'm just eating random veggies, I'll, I'd, yeah, so and you don't need to make time and space for a salad in your diet if you're already consuming the herbs and, you know, plant fiber that you need, you know, it doesn't have to be in a, a bowl. Yeah. With salad dressing. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Right. But yeah, I actually recently heard too about like something about um, that drums being such a deep frequency, low frequency that you're hitting these drums and it's like radiating these low hurt mm -hmm. frequencies that are like reaching into the soil and like activating mycelium and stuff like that so like that helps grow the gardens even more so when you have that level of like community drumming mm -hmm. and just the way yeah just Ooh. the the multi-layered it's all connected you know like so it's pretty wild i don't remember who told me that but well i think yeah. i think all of it and yeah as woo as it may sound to want to like drum to your plants and put the seeds in your mouth like you know it's there is absolute truth and power to what plants plants are living beings and i think the biggest thing that excites me and gets me like just ready for that is that um that get, still gives me hope in our world um with the incredible amounts of destruction and devastation happening, like we have to do something. And I, but I stand on the fact that I do think that all the solutions are very connective and joyous and, and beautiful in taking our power back to grow food as community. And that earth is just waiting for us to say we are ready we are open we are listening to what you have to teach us because for so long her voice has been silenced she's it's been made out that it's not that earth isn't even a thing that it's not even alive it's just this 
thing that can be treated however we want to treat her and to there's ancient knowledge within the plants and ancient healing within the plants where I want to believe that and begin to want to take the action steps to really see and I've already seen it in the gardens that we've grown and in the community that's just been when we're all out in nature and together um mm. that that healing that needs to happen for humanity um can really happen through through the plants and through our our co-creation and our opening up to the earth has the answers we need and we just need to to listen and to really be disciplined in taking the action steps and what the crazy Being thing consistent. about it is is like because I'm such an air sign it's hard for me to like ground things but air be but every time I've grown a garden I'll put cast seeds and who knows what will grow but every single time the things that grow are are perfect and people may not think that they're good at it or they don't know where to start and it's like you literally just have to dig a hole and put a seed in the ground it it's if, if some of it dies because you forget to water it whatever you know it's like but you learn. That's you how learn. you learn is by yeah. doing it. And yeah, yeah, of course there's more advanced techniques that you can implement and learn. There's more ground. As you get into it, you're gonna Yeah, you're gonna be... come across those people yeah. who will help guide and steward yeah. in that way. That's um, why I grow flowers because they're drought resistant and okay. they um and they're pretty. And, 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 and <laughs> pretty and herbs. But I will say I I'm a fan of flowers, not just because of the the Aesthetic. aesthetic that I feel the healing energy of flowers and that's a whole other separate podcast yeah, that is about podcast for sure. how to talk to flowers, how to, how, yeah, 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 for sure. Yeah. Well, you said that, um, you know, it's magic and I just wanted to say like, it's nature. Nature is magic and that's what science is, is trying to understand the magic. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it's woo until we understand it, you mm-hmm. know, and that's what real science is, is like taking it to the field, like. Just, just not accepting something because you're not already familiar with it is just ignorance, you know? Like, try it out. Like, you know, try these see things it for out. Yourself. See what works. And yeah. that's how you're really going to learn about truth and about magic is by trying things out and seeing what flows and what sticks and what you can learn from experimentation, you know? And as far as the, the why for grounding our discipline, like... There's so many reasons why, you know, like the health of the planet, the uh, the shadow of capitalism that we're all going to be fa- that we're all facing right now. We all know it. The mental health stuff, the emotional wellness stuff, the disconnection, the isolation epidemic, blah, 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 blah. There's all these, you know, pick one. Yeah. Pick one problem and be a solution to it. Mm-hmm. That's the why. Yeah. You know, so we've got like, we've got like a bunch of problems we're trying to be the solutions of. So like we're grounded it into a whole... A whole thing. We're getting a garden of solutions, of blooming solutions. Mm. But, um, you know, as individuals, yeah, just every day, even just on a daily basis, doesn't have to be a life mission today. What's what's something I can be a solution to? Mm. You know? Yeah. And, and whether could, it be your life individually right. or the collective. Exactly. But it's also just like, and that's what I feel like the awakening calls for, why it's so important to like find that gratitude even though I say that and it's not like I wake up every day trying to find it, it's actually really hard to, to, but when you can tap into the fact that this moment is a miracle, that we are spinning on a planet that is a miracle, that every waking breath we are alive is, 
a chance to be an infinite creative being of your wildest potential. Like we were talking about living your life as a movie that, you know, what would you, if your life today waking up was a movie, how would you go about it? And what would you do differently if you, if this was your opportunity to make the most of the day and make it into, um, a movie and I think that people people need some hope out there Mm -hmm. because people are waking up and that's why yeah we all need to quit our fucking jobs and stop and figure out how we're going to phase out of um the system in the way that it is and provide for ourselves in the ways that are joyous and and creative and give us that passion and drive to wake up every morning because we have a purpose Mm -hmm. and not that everybody's everybody's for me the purpose what i could really get behind not only is like standing up for the earth and tending the earth every day but it's like to make it so that future generations can have the most incredible life on this planet to you know work together as communities to figure out how when a new soul comes on the planet on earth i think the major mission for all humanity is how to figure out how to make the experience of being human here um as worth uh, worth it it and beautiful like it's yeah fun yeah i mean we've obviously chosen to come into lives where it's going to be painful as fuck and uh, we're going to get a lot of growth from it. Uh, but evolution, we were talking about, like, I think we're, I think we pretty much maxed out where the, I think we've gone through enough pain and suffering as humanity to, to decide that we would like to move out of the duality and, and back in, into oneness, which Mm -hmm. is the experience of life. That's so thrilling for existence to be able to go into the depths of darkness and come out, it, then you really know what the light is. And so through all of these painful experiences that we're having as humans, we need to step up yeah. to say, we know that we can have an incredible life if we start disciplining ourselves to working towards it. Yeah. To, to choose to like really embody our worth. And that's part of the toxic programming is so many people feeling like we aren't, worthy of our desires, worthy of being here and taken care of and being someone who takes care of things, you know, just, there's so much of it and it's, it's marketing, it's, it's propaganda of all sorts. That's keeping us in these belief systems that we are weak and that we're, that it doesn't matter if we're here or not, you know? And it's like this, we, we do each have the gift of being in our particular life, whether you want to call that hardcore reality, whether you want to call that the dream of existence, whether you want to call that being in the simulation, whether you want to call that the movie of your life, you know, however you relate to it, these different filters or viewpoints of relating to it each have like values to it. Like the value of like looking at life as a movie or as a dream or whatever is like, as as a movie particularly is like, what character do you want to play? You know, you don't have to like regurgitate this script that was written by generations of oppressed ancestors who you know just had to have these sort of ideas just to get by just to like survive and 
what you're saying is like I feel like true of every generation every you know those who are making stuff happen is like it is in the pursuit of making a better world for tomorrow mm-hmm. and like for yeah, some I mean, people for like yeah. society in general it's definitely that's maybe not... misguided i mean even the right. technology and the luxuries you know that that was with the idea that this is going to make life easier you know even, yeah 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 you know we have but a, a life ton easier of poverty, for but like, capitalism like the industrial revolution and things like that don't get me like wrong if there's we... corruption in it and right. it's making it easier for like a few and then using the rest as like but even still even the workers and the yeah, we have a ton of poverty and, like, you know, people are struggling, but the impoverished in America in 2023 live better than kings of 500 years ago, you know? So we have been, like, progressing in different domains. We may not value those domains as much as, you know, maybe our ancestors who created those systems or whatever, right. but that's part of the evolution, you know, and that we, because our uh, a lot of our survival physical needs are met, we have the luxury and privilege to even have the time to think about the things that we're thinking about and to have time to get lost in the shadow and move through the shadow to catalyze that and not as not to be in the shadow as a victim, but to remember that we are one with, we are the creators of existence. And so we didn't create these obstacles for ourselves to punish ourselves, to victimize ourselves. It's here as a, catalyst for growth mm-hmm. as the soil is the darkness of a seed and it needs to germinate and find a way to the light out of this muck mm-hmm. you know that's what our is. yeah that's what our darkest hours and rock bottom is all here for is to like propel us forward and amplify and accelerate that growth you know mm-hmm. well we are on a time crunch unfortunately yeah. so uh let's uh, opportunities knocking people i think i want to so, pull one more card since you pulled one i want to pull one yeah and i'm thinking maybe we'll use it as a prompt for a quick jam yeah thoughts you want to play some ukulele sure did you bring it no i thought i did i did well thank you for tuning in everybody we hope you've enjoyed this conversation of lucid living my name is marielle mcintosh and this is my first podcast it's been so fun you have a last name I do. People think it's Anne the Flowers, which it kind of is, because <laughs> when you're talking to me, you're also talking to flowers, as is everybody, because when you're talking to everybody, you're talking to all things. What if you legally but changed your last name to <laughs> the flowers? Middle name Anne. Yeah, exactly. But stay tuned for... We've got... Some good ideas cooking, some good opportunities knocking for ideas of radio station. So come collaborate with us and give us input on what you want to hear and see and what opportunities are knocking and what things in your life should you just do the damn thing and go for it and create because you are an incredible divine creator thank you marielle for that beautiful interlude commercial while i tuned up don't forget to <gasps> this smash has been brought that to you like by <laughs> <laughs> blooming solutions incorporated and the dragonfly to live life to the fullest Ooh. look at that that's a beautiful image mm. Thank you.
dragonfly lives near water and represents the ability to be emotionally strong and flexible. It is one of the only creatures that can fly up, down, sideways, and backwards. Living your truest life is a responsibility. Discipline. Do not let it be trivialized, trivialized or lived superficially. The dragonfly is a symbol of knowing who you are and what you want. Make informed decisions and live life to the fullest without regrets. I am emotionally strong and live my life without regrets. of all that is and you have the answers you know the answers you're just procrastinating because you're scared shitless because i'm scared shitless i don't want to make movements on anything because i'm so darn scared so even if you're scared even if you feel like you're gonna poop your pants <laughs> do something magical today live your life like a movie take yourself to the movies lucid living <laughs> After that big, beautiful run-on sentence, that was how you uh, that's what lucid, marked it. That's what lucid yeah. living is. It's waking up. Yeah, yeah, no, it was in the, the dream. Yeah. Well, barely. Barely. Even if you want to poop your pants, just keep going. <laughs> You're always gonna find a spot to let it go. Just be in the flow and just keep talking. You don't gotta know necessarily where it's gonna go. Just keep on sliding into that flow. Cause apparently. Apparently, life is like a roller coaster ride. There's gonna be ups, there's gonna be downs. But just enjoy the ride. And if you gotta poop, it's okay. We're all shitless anyway. Just let it go. It's gonna fly where it needs to land. <laughs> it's gonna build some beautiful compost that we can all plant flowers in. Yeah. Because, you know, all beautiful things come from the shit of darkness in the soil. Then, with that said, Thanks, Mario. Yay, thanks, Sean. My goodness gracious. Hollywood, <laughs> with fractals and <laughs> lace.